0: Book is my all sufficient guide for faith and conduct. Convinced, living water changes everything one life at a time. Praise the Lord. So this morning we are looking very quickly at a passage found in Colossians. Colossians chapter 3 And we're looking specifically at verses 16 and 17. We're talking about the power of God this year. We're talking about unlocking and unleashing the power of God in your life. Because we want people to see Jesus. When they see Jesus... They uh, are change. We don't want to give out religion. Religion will kill you. Jesus will save you and set you free. So we want the power of God working through us in a way that we are uh, allowing people to see Jesus. Well, here in this passage, and one of the first key areas we've been talking about in unlocking the power of God in our lives is obedience. Obedience doesn't sound like a fun word. (laughs) That's why, you know, you have it on the old ugly fence here because uh, sometimes when we talk about obedience, you just think, oh, boy, here we go. But I tell you, obedience unlocks the blessing and the power of God in your life. When you are obedient to him, God blesses you. God loves everybody. He loves them because he's God. But not everybody is blessed by God. Blessing comes through obedience. So we want to be obedient in our daily lives to God's word. So let's now go and read our passage of scripture for today Colossians 3 16 through 17. And it reads this way in the New American Standard. Let the word of Christ richly dwell within you with all wisdom, teaching, and admonishing one another with psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with thankfulness in your hearts to God. And whatever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks through him to God the Father. What a great passage of Scripture where we're talking about obedience, where we're talking about doing things for the Lord, and the first part of this encourages us that the first thing that needs to allow us to break into thanksgiving and psalm is the Word of God. (laughs) The Word of God is what causes The joy, the Word of God is what causes life. The Word of God is what causes everything to happen. This is why we have to and we must hang on to the Word of God in this time when sometimes political correctness says, go away from the Word, don't stand on the Word, don't give the Word, give faith nice stories and hopefully somehow people will find Jesus. We've got to give the Word of God. If we don't give the Word of God, they will not see Jesus. So the Word of God is what the basis for our thanksgiving, for our praise, for our encouragement to one another. You've heard me say, don't just give people your words, give them a word from God. This is one of the reasons why we, all of us, need to be studied in the Word of God. It's not just if you ever stand and give a sermon or or on a platform. That is so minute of a part of ministry. Sometimes we think, oh, this is where ministry happens. No. This is where we gather together, where we're encouraged to go do ministry, to be released for ministry. Praise the Lord. And so the word of God is important as we do that. And then uh, it's, by the way, if you're you're wanting a, a title today, it's in all we do, obedience in all we do. In all we do. And that's what this passage of Scripture is really getting at here. It says whatever you do. Well, whatever you do includes all that you do, or anything that you do, or whatever you do. Literally, my, my wife sometimes encourages me, uh, the dishes have never been a, a sometimes. <laughs> uh, dishes have never been my thing. But you know what? She one time mentioned something to me that has blessed me from uh, the t- moment she mentioned. She says, You know, when she does the dishes, she focuses on the Lord. Time to sing, time to thank him, time to. You realize how much easier the dishes are when you focus on God? If you don't enjoy doing dishes, I tell you, please start doing your task as unto the Lord. And we're getting ready to do that today. There's all kinds of reasons not to want to go on a day like this and and serve. But you know what? There's one reason to do it, and that is the Lord is worthy. He's worthy. So in whatever we do. So that's the, the next thing. It says in words. Now, I know that... Um, the word of God is the most important, but the fact is our words matter. So we're to not only serve the Lord and, and uh, have the Lord uh, uh, bless us for being in church and do it. We, we should, our, our speech should be salted with Jesus. This is why the word of God says in e- Ephesians 5, be imitators of God. This is why also it says, don't let any uh, uh, harsh joking or coarse language come out of your mouth that is unfitting. Because it's just unfitting. It's and and I've I've (laughs) again, I'm not here. The Holy Spirit, let him speak to you. I'm not here to judge. Have I said things I've been sorry about? Oh, a hundred million times. I I, I have been ashamed of some of the things that have come out of my mouth so much, I've thought, where was that in there? So I get it. I get it. I, I, I understand the struggle. But the fact is, is when I am under the influence of the Spirit, something different comes out. And I want to be under the influence of the Spirit. (laughs) I want to be under His control. In fact, Ephesians 5.18 says, Don't get drunk with wine. Instead, be filled with the Spirit. It's literally, every time I read that, I get this. You could have a cheap imitation if you want. Or you can have the real thing. Jesus up to the top, to the full, to the brim. Hallelujah. That's what we want. So our words are important. Write these verses down, Ephesians 4, 28 and 29. That talks about our speech, how it needs to be building one another up and not tearing one another down. Our our words matter. Psalm 19, write that down. So Ephesians 4. Ephesians chapter 4, verses 28 and 29. Psalm 19, verse 14 says, let the, by the way, Psalm 19 is the one where it says the, the, the word of God is, and it lists all these things, pure, all those things that the word of God is. Then the very last thing the psalmist writes, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart Be acceptable in your sight, O God. Our words matter. Our words matter to the Lord. So it says, whatever you do, whether in word, verse 17, do it to the name of Jesus Christ, giving glory to God the Father. Then it also talks about deeds. Now you look at this and you think, man, of all the times you could show a glass of water, I've had enough water for the last couple of days than I've needed. But here's the point. Jesus says in Matthew ten forty two, if you do so something as simple as give a glass of cold water in my name, it will not go unnoticed. So this is where we talk about our deeds. See, our deeds need to be done as unto the Lord. They're not done to get your way to heaven. They're not done to be seen by men. That's nothing of it. It's done because you are serving your master with joy, and it is a joy to be his tool. It is a joy. It's not a joy to be a tool in my house because I break them. Okay? (laughs) Um, that that is it is true uh, my my father in law jill 's father has uh, learned not to give me tools because <laughs> his tools work in his garden, not mine <laughs> but God wants us to be a tool to bring refreshing to somebody, and in this You got a glass of water sitting by a pool on a hot day and it's so refreshing that it has that water on the outside of the glass. It it just, a glass of water like that on a hot day is just like, wow, you can hardly wait to grab a hold of it. That's how our deeds ought to be. When we are doing something, they need to refresh the person that we're ministering to. And that's what we're going to do today. As we go and we are doing this unto the Lord uh, in, in the Fern Prairie Cemetery, we're doing it to be a blessing to the Lord. Now, will others maybe be inspired? Will they? Yes, but that's not the point. The point is there's a need, and we're going to fill it because that's what Jesus has asked us to do. Do whatever you do in word or in deed. And by the way, in Jeremiah, remember, it says, as we bless the city that God has placed us in, the city will bless us. It's just, we need to be a blessing to our city. We need to be a blessing to them where we live. Amen? Then write down uh, this verse, 1 Peter 2, 9 through 12. 1 Peter 2, 9 through 12. I'm going to quickly read verses 11 through 12. Uh, This is where it says you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation that were to be the possession of God. But listen to what it says in verses 11 and 12. Behold, I urge you as aliens and strangers to abstain from fleshly lusts which wage war against the soul. Keep your behavior excellent among the Gentiles so that in the thing in which they slander you as evildoers, they may on the account of your good deeds, as they observe them glorify God in the day of visitation. We're to do those deeds even if people don't recognize, even if they're saying slanderous things, you do them as unto the Lord. You do them as unto Him as that they will on that day, they will see, they will see that there is a difference When deeds are done in the name of Jesus. So we're going to get ready to go from here out to our cemetery. And we're going to be doing several things. Brian's going to come in just a moment and talk to us a little bit about what we, some of the things we'll be doing. We will have, I tell you, activities for young and old. So uh, if you want to come, we encourage you to come. But we're going serving the Lord. Serving the Lord is how we're going. And uh, this has been something, again, I'm so encouraged that uh, Camas Cemetery, uh, since we've stepped out and started serving there, has had multiple churches that have stepped up to help them. To the point where this year they said we don't need any help we're we're set that's a praise report so we're moving on to fern prairie and i'm hoping the same fire catches there amen amen so let's bow our heads